Just a great big welcome to everyone in 2020. It's a new year, a new beginning. And um, I was just going over my devotions this evening. And one of the things that stood out to me was the subject of worry. How worry becomes such a predominant um, idea around this time where people don't seem to see anything except the circumstance, what is in front of them. And that tends to override every other uh, judgment or, or possible future outlook towards um, accomplishing dreams, accomplishing your resolutions. Um, it's been said that resolutions are normally fall to the ground by the 15th of January. And I think that has a lot to do with the idea of worry. Uh, worry is something that, that even in the Bible, God addresses us. Uh, Jesus says in Matthew 6.25, it says, Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life. Uh, that's in the first stanza. It's just, do not worry about your life. And this topic, uh, worry, is so spoken of in different terms uh, there has so much influence from the world uh, whereas uh, it's Jesus addressing us and saying therefore I say to you therefore I say to you do not worry about your life and that's period there just a comma um, therefore I say to you do not worry about your life the word worry is the word that's come from the Greek word which is merimnahu merimnaha and um, it addresses, this is the interpretation in the Greek version. It says that worry is being preoccupied with things causing anxiety, stress, and pressure. Um, that is the word worry that uh, Jesus is addressing in there. It says, therefore, I say to you, not the world, not what's going on around there, with your friends and uh, circumstances or what you listen to on uh, YouTube or what was as yeah Jesus is addressing his people his disciples and saying I therefore I say to you uh, do not worry about your life that word life is the word suke which talks about the soul um, therefore I say to you do not be preoccupied with things causing anxiety stress and pressure about your soul um, what you will eat, what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Um, this, like, a, like I was saying, I'm just trying to find a piece, something together, we'll be able to address that. And now, there is a lot going on in, in the world today. Um, even our social networks are flooded with information, flooded with people uh, giving reference uh, to what they're going through and how you should deal with something like this. But fear, which is also fear, is something that plagues the minds of many people. And it's not just um, something to be overlooked or somebody something to be declared or affirmations need to be made about it. But fear really comes from our childhood. That's where it was birthed. Those are the starting blocks of fear in our lives. 
I was talking to somebody, a minister the other day, and I said that we already, society is really adults dressed up, I mean, uh, children dressed up as adults. We walk around uh, making decisions. We we sulk and we do a number of things that are uh, related to childhood. And because it's unresolved, those situations in our lives, and we encounter circumstances, maybe you've encountered circumstances today, and um, you responded a certain way. Maybe it was an outburst, or maybe you looked at your circumstances and saw that there's nothing going to be coming right for you. But really, if you had taken the time to actually explore the feelings that you were experiencing as a result of those moments, you will see that your um, emotions seem to signify something that you weren't, weren't feeling right. Something was bothering you at that time. And you couldn't pinpoint it and say, okay, this is my problem or that is my problem. You, you had no idea. The reason for that is that we, uh, our subconscious mind runs almost 97% of our lives. And we, most people are not aware of this. Uh, I, I'm dealing with the awareness factor. It's, it's more people become aware of the processes that they are going through from on a daily basis and how their brains function with regards to this. It will help them make better decisions in life and help them to overcome. And I'm sure there's been many people that have come across this scripture, Matthew 6.25, where it says, Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life. And you've heard it a thousand times, but it never registered. And the reason that it did not register, or the reason that you've been reading it over and over, and it still doesn't make sense, and even if you try to apply it, circumstances seem to kick that out of, this, out of the, your framework of thinking. Because circumstances have been designed to demand things from you at that moment. And that creates fear, that creates anxiety, that causes you to multitask, to, to try to do a number of things in order to uh, get the satisfaction that you want out of life or the breakthrough that you want out of life. But you don't realize that you are leading your life along paths that are not in line with the scripture. You are out of alignment. And therefore, when the scripture does say, when Jesus says, okay, the world said this, okay, and your friend said this, and your leader said that, and the social network said this, and the motivational speaker says this, but Jesus says, in that context, he says, therefore, in other words, okay, now me, I'm saying this, listen to me, therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life. And it stops there. Do not worry about your life. Do not be preoccupied with things causing anxiety, stress, and pressure. And those are the... Uh, fundamentals that are, uh, are actually these are the things that are actually ruling society today anxiety stress and pressure we live our lives um, trying to solve the next problem next solution uh, or the next thing what's out there we never live in a state of peace we uh, motivate each other and we find solutions. We try to find solutions, some quick fixes like um, 
okay we're gonna make money and you need to be part of this organization and and it needs to be happening now because it's all part of that and and so you're creating this anxiety you and and, and people that are drawn to these things are people that are really don't have peace don't have peace within their own lives do not have they're not in alignment with what god is saying yes they do confess and say yes i mean i i know god and i and i serve him and i understand the scriptures but really when it comes to brass tacks you are not in alignment you are out of alignment that's the reason why you are feeling right now in the pit of your stomach that something is not right you are unsatisfied you are you you've tried everything today you've tried everything since the 1st of january up and now until the 7th of january and you still feel unsatisfied like you were lacking something something's out something is missing you've tried all the tricks you've 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 applied the goals you've done the affirmations you've been in those places you've uh, made all kinds of uh, gestations uh, gestures towards the future and declared and still you are going through the same situation uh, the thing in, with society is that we need to realize that we living daily we are experiencing life daily we are going through emotions daily we are making decisions daily but those daily decisions and those daily emotions are repetitive you are going through the same emotions you went yesterday and day before yesterday the same emotions you went through last week and a week before that the same emotions you went through before you made your declarations towards 2020 you are still in those same states of behavior and the reason why you are out of alignment you are not in alignment and i want to introduce you to the scriptures which say not what i'm saying what jesus is saying here it says therefore i say to you do not worry about your life therefore i say to you do not worry about your life think about that jesus is making a declaration he's telling you in the scriptures matthew 6:25 he's saying therefore in other words yes the world said this and this but therefore i say to you in other words listen to what i'm saying i'm the one who created you listen to what i'm saying therefore i say to you do not worry about your life yeah is the one who created you telling you therefore i say to you do not worry about your life and you might be looking for some excitement from this podcast maybe an excitement in this video that will try to stir you on something that will inject in you and stir up within your your system something that will motivate you towards your current uh, goal or, or your current expectation but you cannot receive something new you cannot break through into something new when you are going through stuff and that stuff is repetitive you seem to be going around the full circle coming right back to the same place experiencing the same emotions same depressions going into the same periods for the next month or two of silence and depression and heaviness and then you're waiting and all of a sudden things turn and you're thinking it's turned as a result of what you did or something but it's turning as a result of something that was a breakthrough in your childhood some pattern belief that you have adopted and you live in your life today from those experiences in your past the first six years of your life are dictating to you how you should live that's why when you come to a scripture like like this and it says matthew 6 25 it says therefore i say to you do not worry about your life 
you cannot understand it. You you don't have a something inside you does not support the scripture. It's it's not in support of the scripture. It does not believe the scripture. It does not believe you. It means for you, you think, oh, I gotta. So yeah, I understand what Jesus is saying, but I think I need to work. I need to do these things. If I don't do these things, nothing is going to take place. I have to apply effort. And yet, yeah, Scripture is telling you. Therefore, I say to you, do not worry. In other words, do not be preoccupied with things causing anxiety, stress, and pressure. This is Jesus saying to you. And you have this other program that you are running that says, oh, but i got to do something. I can't just sit and do nothing. I have to do something. And so you're operating outside of that alignment. You are creating all this turmoil inside of you because you can really feel the turmoil inside of you as a result of acting contrary to the Word of God or contrary to what uh, out of alignment is that you will always feel pain. You feel irritation. You feel doubt. You feel all these things that come with oper operating outside of your alignment. You have something that does not support the scripture and you'll argue with it. You try to explain it away, you try to rationalize it. Therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life. What you will eat or what you will drink, know about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Yeah, in the same scripture, Reference Jesus is saying, Is not life more important? And that word life is the reference to the soul. Is not your soul more important? Is not your soul uh, that is out of alignment more important than what you're trying to accomplish, what you're trying to need, what you're trying to look for, what you're trying to get uh, uh, short satisfaction out of? Is not your soul important? Yeah, Jesus is addressing that. Is not your soul more important? So he looks, and, and the scripture goes on to further, and he says in verse 26, he says, So look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into bonds, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? He's not telling you to be like a bird or to behave like animals. He's saying, he's making a comparison. He's saying, look at the birds of the air. For they neither sow nor reap nor get into bonds. Yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? You are going about storing stuff in bonds. You are working at you trying. You're sowing and you're doing a whole lot of stuff outside of alignment. And you're exhausted and you are in pain and you're worried about your future. And you're worried about even though you're accomplishing, you're still worried. You still feel that you need to do something. You cannot sit still. And yes, scripture says, as he, he tells you, look at the birds. And then he says something very importantly that stands out. He says, are you not of more value than they? So which of you by worrying can add one cupid to his stature? I mean, look at it. The scripture says in 27, which of you by worrying can add one cupid to his stature? And I can tell you right now that some of you are worrying. Right now you are thinking. You're thinking about your future. You're not really registering with what I'm saying. You are thinking, oh, maybe this is maybe this is a better explanation than what this guy is trying to tell me. But yeah, it's making a statement in terms of, hey, you've been worrying this past week. You've been worrying today. Has it added anything to your life? Has it increased your life? Has it been good for your soul? 
No, it hasn't. It has an energy of stress. In, in fact, it has taken away from you. It has caused you to have stress. You must, might have taken a couple of painkillers earlier, or you might have been trying to uh, reorganize your, 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 your state in such a way that you'll be uh, at peace. Maybe you just meditated, or maybe you've done a number of things, and you're still out of alignment. And yeah, scripture says, which of you by worrying can add one cupid to your stature? Which of you by worrying about your future and trying to reach your goal or trying to get more money or trying to doing this or trying to manipulate situations and circumstances in order to fulfill your mandate? So why do you worry? Verse 28 says, so why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field for how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon... In all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Verse 30 says, Now if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? If he's able to do all these things, and you believe in him, and you declare that you believe in him, you make a statement on your social networks, or you talk, and you've just spoken to a recent friend about it, and you made these declarations, but how come you don't believe that, it, that this is possible? And you know what he says on there? Will he not much more clothe you, O oh, you of little faith? Little faith means that your faith has not been exercised. It's still dormant. It's still at that place where he's waiting for you. Those that last time he spoke to you, your faith has not grown. You've not exercised your faith. You've exercised every other thing out there, every other motivational speaker, every other business person, every other person that's trying to uh, cause you to think that there's a quick fix on here and this is the easiest way to make money and it's going to provide this and that. You've listened to every other thing and you've exercised every other thing and you've grown up in those things because you, listen, whenever you get information, you will grow by it. And the information that you have received over this time from others and not the scripture has caused you to grow. You have grown more. You have adapted more. You have more pain. You have more worry. You have more anxiety. You're more manipulative. You're more trying to control the situation and you're out of peace. You have, don't have peace. You don't have alignment. The Bible says, oh, you of little faith. In other words, he's addressing your faith. He's saying, because you don't believe that what I'm saying. In, in other words, you haven't taken into practice what I said. In other words, I'm telling you that you not, should, not be heavy, you should not be preoccupied with something that's causing you anxiety, stress, and pressure. In other words, because you have not exercised this, you have little faith. You have faith in everything else except in the word of God, you are out of alignment. You don't have peace. You say and make declarations of peace, but you don't have peace. You do affirmations, but you still don't have peace. You are not in alignment. You are out of alignment. Now he says in verse 31, he says now, Therefore do not worry, saying, What shall you eat? What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? Now if you look at society, Whenever we work hard for something, whatever we do to get money, whatever the money, the money always will try to add and give us clothing, will give us food on our table, it will do all these things. That's the whole reasons why you're doing what you're doing. 
But scripture says to you again here in verse 31, it says, therefore do not worry. In other words, do not be preoccupied with anxiety, stress, and pressure. Saying, what shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? If I don't do this, and if I don't go and think outside of the box, except beside what Jesus is saying in the Bible, if I don't go and think outside of the box, I won't get these things. So I've got to do something. I can't just sit. I can't just pray. I can't just wait. I have to do something. You are out of alignment. You are in alignment with everybody else out there except the Word of God and what God is saying, saying to you. And the reason why you argue this point, the reason why you're not accepting this point, because you have some belief inside of you, right inside of you. It happened probably in your childhood, somewhere deep, somewhere sitting in your recesses of your subconscious mind that does not support what the scripture is saying. And yeah, he makes a comparison again to help you. In verse 32, he says, For after all these things, the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. He's asking you to have right way of living, right way of looking. He's asking you to come in alignment. He's asking you to, to realign and come aside and, and really look at the scripture and apply it to your life and allow it to change and, and remove stuff. And he's, he's asking you to, to take your little faith and begin to grow it. He's asking you to trust him. He's asking you to take it to a whole new level with him. And the reason why you can't trust him because the trust issues come from your childhood. Somewhere in your childhood, you have lost faith or trust in your parents and that has affected you. So it affects you. And you cannot even reason. You cannot. You speak about the Bible. Some some of you are ministers, and you'll talk and you'll make declarations about the Bible, but you are out of alignment with the Word of God because something inside of you does not support this reality. But seek first the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added to you. And therefore, it says in verse thirty-four: Therefore, do not worry about your about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. You see, we want to worry. We taught to worry. Society tells you to worry about tomorrow, to make plans, five-year plans into the future. Um, there's nothing wrong with making plans, but it's contrary when it comes to the Word of God. It says He's not addressing your goal issue. He's not addressing your your plans. He's saying, therefore, do not worry. In other words, do not be preoccupied with things causing anxiety, stress, and pressure about tomorrow. Okay, so focus on to today. Worry uh, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. In other words, today, right now, this moment, what you're going through, what you're feeling, what's going on in your heart, you are known at peace. That frustration that you're feeling right now, that's the, your sufficiency for the day. That's, in other words, that's an area that's coming up in your life and saying, you're out of alignment. In other words, take a moment and breathe. Breathe in. And breathe out. Do that a number of times. And look at your situation. Look how you're feeling. You've worked hard this day. You've tried to do everything in your ability, strength. You've, you've done everything that the experts said you must do. But yet you're still out of alignment. You are still worrying. The Bible says in verse 34, it says, Therefore do not worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for its day 
for for the day is its own trouble is he telling you not to plan is he telling you not to do that no he's telling you to focus right now on this moment become aware of your circumstances your situation the things that you're going through the things that are troubling you become aware and try to focus on it and allow healing to come into their situation for today be become healed of the situation that are, uh, you are facing because one of, one of the things I, I truly believe is that our circumstances are designed to give us answers in how we ought to live and behave in this life my name is Denzel Pelman. Thank you for listening to this podcast and this video. Bye for now.